0: I did not know it, her relationship status whatsoever, so I just assumed every time we hung out, it was a date.
1: Can I just say, though, the way that Cam asked me out, quote-unquote, <laughs> he said, hey, L." I have a Groupon that's going to expire. Cam, hey, yeah, do you want to go to what? this restaurant with me? So I was—I did not feel the need to be like, hey, like, just you know this isn't a date because like, it was that's a Groupon. how you ask girls out. It
0: was a four-course <laughs> and- <laughs> meal. I remember the, the second course came out. We're eating the second course, and then you go, I just need to tell you, I'm in a long-distance relationship uh, with a woman. And I was like, oh. Cam oh, yeah, well, was like, I cry? wasted
1: my Groupon <laughs> on this dike <laughs>
0: Welcome to Sex Talk with My Mom. I'm Cam Potter. I'm Karen Lee Potter, And this is the ultimate podcast about the birds and the bees with a sex expert cougar mother
2: and her stand-up comic son.
0: Today, we have an awesome couple on the show. And, And a very unconventional couple. It's our first lesbian couple. They are hysterical. Well,
2: One of the reasons is because Yael is
0: a professional comedian. Yes, and Molly might be even funnier than Yael, according to them.
2: Right, and they've been together for a while. They plan on getting married, and it's going to be great. This, this interview is just bomb ass dank
0: Yes, you, you could hear a little uh, teaser from, uh, from before uh, where Yael recaps uh, how exactly we met, which is uh, that I thought we were dating <laughs> b- before uh, realizing that uh, she was not interested in men or me. Right. <laughs> especially
2: you and the best line was of course now i know you can, and it makes complete sense that you would find a completely unavailable lesbian to have a crush on
0: yes i like the challenge so in this episode just to give you a heads up for where this is heading we first we start off about like what it what is the stereotype for being a lesbian whether or not they fulfill that stereotype um well
2: what's interesting about it is that she's and she's more and more out of the closet, she dresses more and more like a lesbian.
0: Yes, or right. now
2: subconsciously she said. Right, yeah. right.
0: And then we talk about how did they realize they were gay. Their coming out stories, the obstacles for coming out. Of course, I like to hear only about how they have sex,
2: which was astounding, by the way.
0: It was kind of interesting. I, I, I thought
2: they would pull the strap-ons on and everything like that. Yeah. But no. Apparently, no. Not no. At
0: all. Not at all. They're kind of waiting on that one. Of course, my mind goes right to the gutter. Yeah. Of course. I like that you're just sitting there imagining the two of them having sex, trying is, to figure out that- the kinkiest way that they could possibly have sex. I, yeah, I had this whole I had the whole vision crushed. <laughs> oh yeah, a fantasy. Yeah, there was another thing. That that the whole interview Molly spent uh trying to convince both of us that we were homosexual.
2: Yeah. And I, I, she wasn't trying to convince me. I, I began to think that I might be after hearing <laughs> all the ways they described why they are. And I'm like, oh, well, I, I qualify under that. And I qualify under that. Am I a lesbian? Yeah. Hmm. Yep. Everybody's a little bit lesbo sometimes. We're all a little lesbian. So with that, I think I don't want to give any more of our little surprises away.
0: All right. We'll just ask, um, you know, share this with a friend. Rate yeah. it. Rate it on iTunes. That would help us a lot. Yes, that's how people know
2: that we exist. They get those little five-star ratings. And also, if you love us, you will subscribe to this. Bob-ass, Dank yes. On iTunes. Just subscribe. Is that too too much to
0: ask? No, but what might be too much to ask is that we also want them to to subscribe to our newsletter.
2: Yeah, there's two ways you could subscribe. One is on iTunes, and the other is the newsletter. And the newsletter is... The way to go, because if we ever lose contact, which would be very sad, we have your email then. And Mm. we don't even send out newsletters, so it's not like we're going to be bugging you.
0: Yeah, really. (laughs) Uh, Go to sextalkwithmymom.com. Sign up for that newsletter. We'd love to hear from you. And let me tell you about the birds and the bees and the flowers and the trees. I think I'm sounding
2: more and more like uh, Dean Martin or whoever sings that. I
0: I was thinking of a grandma, but Dean Martin also works. (laughs) All right. So welcome to the show, Yel Zinkow and Molly Hoffman. Woo! Ow! ow! (laughs) I'm so excited to have these two on the show. These are this is one of my favorite couples in Los Angeles, Aww. probably the most hilarious couple I well, know in true. Los Angeles.
3: We
1: high, five. high fived
0: for the record. So I, we're, I'm very proud to say we're actually sitting with a Steph, a, a writer on on Bones. I don't know how much we should be giving away about your life. No, that's big time. Sex you
1: already said my first name and my last name.
0: So. <laughs> and here's her social security number. <laughs> and Molly, who's a fucking casting director. Yeah, I'm a director. <laughs> yeah. Assistant. Yeah. So basically, really cool. we might have a TV show after this session.
1: Please God. Yeah. A procedural <laughs> drama <laughs> cast <Yeah>. by Molly.
2: <laughs> well, welcome. Thanks Thank for you. having
1: us. Thank you for having us. We are
2: excited. Very excited. We've been looking forward to, we've had gay men on, but we haven't had gay women and we want to equal. Mm. E- well, yeah. we actually, that's not true. We haven't had gay, gay women on, haven't we? No,
0: yeah, uh, We've not- had women who are interested in both men and women. Right. But you had haven't had a bisexuals.
1: two women who are together. Who
0: are together, correct. But you've
1: had two men
2: who are together. You know our you know our lineup. Yeah. Wait, oh, so- we listen. We tune in.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so what do you do you guys consider yourselves just straight lesbian or are you We were just talking about this yesterday cuz we <laughs>
1: have never been with other women. Oh, okay. We kind of discovered our sexuality through, through each other. Each other. Ah. Uh and like for a while after we started dating, I was like, oh, I, I like men, but you know, I just have felt like this with one woman. woman. Yeah. Uh, now I'm like, oh, I'm
3: super gay. <laughs> I'm definitely not as gay as she is. <laughs> Cause she likes football and she wears like converse. Right? I guess those are the things that make you super gay. For me, it's for me, it's
1: not it's less about what I'm interested in or what I wear, but more like the idea that of having sex
3: with a you
1: know, a penis is not Doesn't appeal to me. Yeah,
0: I'm good with what I have. Have you guys had sex with men before?
1: Molly has. I have.
0: I'm a gold star. Gold star. (laughs) So, so you you had sex and were you into it? Was it
3: not really? It was a long time ago. Okay, it's hard to remember. And it was it was in twelve years ago.
1: It was like an in and
3: out burger situation. I don't know if I don't know if
1: Molly told you told me when I first asked you about this that your words were get that thing out of
3: me. Yeah, so I, I like it. Like it just wasn't right. It didn't feel right.
0: And then, so the other thing I wanted to ask you is there what is the most so what is the most stereotypical lesbian thing that you guys say you do. Is it is it the football Oh like in life, not just yes, in sex. Yes, yes, I was yes, like
1: yes. having sex with each other is pretty gay. <laughs> yeah. uh, for me it's it's probably football. I'm a huge, huge football fan. Huge. Wait, hold, on, hold on,
2: hold on. I'm a huge football fan. Okay.
1: Right. You're a little gay. <laughs> I must be, that's,
2: that's where we were leading. I must yeah. be yeah. a little gay. It's
1: one of those things where it when I was straight, it was like a fun thing about me, and now that I'm gay, it becomes like this very gay thing. You know, mm-hmm. it,
2: and that is true with gay guys, too, though. I mean, the stereotypical part of it, because we have a gay couple that we're friends with. And every time my boyfriend brings up this gay couple, he was like, but they're like, they really like football. You know, they're not really, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. they're just gay because they, they're really into sports and they, you know, they wear baseball hats backwards on their heads. And they they, they look like, you know, they don't look stereotypical gay. So right. I don't know if there is a stereotypical gay anymore. Is there?
3: Mm, there, I is. think there is, but people aren't always within that box right
1: right and I think that also over time and and as I've become more comfortable in my sexuality I have become more stereotypically gay like in the way that I dress yeah
3: it's weird Uh, she used to be so cute with dresses
0: (laughs) and now
3: she's wearing like cut off t-shirts
0: why do you say – it, is it because you wanted to just embrace this culture? Or? I don't
1: think it was on purpose. Like I don't think it was like I'm going to dress more gay now. I think it was just like, oh, I'm actually way more comfortable. It Like it was almost an accident. Like I, I'm like, oh, I, I'm i not really dressing to impress anybody anymore. I, you know I can wear whatever I want to work. I don't have to dress up for work. Uh-huh. And so I, like when I go shopping now, I'll buy – like I just bought like a – Cut off shirt
3: with like an MTV, like a
1: like a vintage MTV. Logo Wait, and then, on it. and then
3: she topped it off with a flannel shirt. With a flannel <laughs>
1: shirt, and I was and like, I look "So cute." And then, like, I realize, I'm like, "Oh my god!" Like, I'm dressing gay. You know, it's just sort of like it's. The, there are these things where I'll like them, and then realize later, like, I really like this this um, musician, Eric Hutchinson. <laughs> and I didn't realize until we went to his concert that he's like lesbians love Eric Hutchinson. Oh wow! I didn't know I, that. Eric I didn't
2: Hutchinson too. You're, so You're gay. super gay. I'm identifying with the gay culture.
1: Same with, same with Sarah Bareilles. Did not realize that. Oh yeah, we I went to a concert. We went to her, her
2: co- too.
3: <laughs> Karen, your mom
2: is a
0: lesbo. <laughs> oh yeah, I know. She's, have, she's, have you I'm been? With,
1: have you had sex with a woman? Never.
2: Never. I've kissed, women, though. kissed women. That's been, that's, a, that's a discussion point. You I got, gotta try I got it to see like what's what is this? And mm-hmm. actually, I think that. Like my boyfriend currently gets off on like if I kiss a girl. So like even with Friday night, I was leaving and he's like, "You guys didn't kiss goodbye." He's like encouraging me to kiss like, and then I'm like, "Kiss on the cheek." No, no, no. You're supposed to keep kissing on the lips goodbye. No, no. My no God. God. Oh. Enough
0: to kiss them on the lips too. No, that's really <laughs> fucking weird and gross. <laughs> he,
3: this is like a this is like a, the gateway drug to a threesome. I think this is
2: Katy Perry type of thing.
0: I kissed oh. a girl and I liked Wait, it. do you think that do you think Molly's right? Do you think that this is like the gate? Is he trying to set you guys up for a threesome?
2: No gateway. This has been like his dream for since I met him. He's always <laughs> he's he, this is openly something I he think wants this to is do. Pretty much openly, every guy's dream. You know what
1: you should do is say I'll do it, but if we can have another one with a guy. Oh. Yeah. You think I haven't <laughs> gone down that road? <laughs> Sorry, I forget. Course. I'm talking to a professional. Professional. What's
2: <laughs> good for the goose?
0: How does he respond to that? I'm not. I'm
2: not. What is it? I'm not uh, clicking swords. Wait, I'm crossing swords. Crossing oh, oh, swords. This your is reference. your mom. Yes. Yeah. That ah. ah. <laughs> before Molly. I know,
3: but I just can't believe that you're talking about this with your mom. <laughs>
2: So what is so you don't talk like this with your mom?
3: I mean, we're we're very open compared to Yael and her parents, mm-hmm. but like this is a different level. <laughs>
1: I think it's a different level. Yeah. it's a different level for different. most yes. people. So it's going on,
0: they're getting more and more different. Yeah, yeah. Hold on, I'm moving. I'm changing. I'm, I'll be right back. What unprofessional? unprofessional.
2: Yeah. am Are you smoking so. something? <laughs> So yeah, we were on a roll, and which leads us to like all kinds of questions. Mm-hmm. We were on a roll. Like, am I gay? Are you gay? <laughs>
1: this is a big, a big 10, moment in your life.
2: I
0: to know if you are gay.
1: Football. Eric Hutchinson. Sarah, Sarah Burrellas. Burrellas.
0: <laughs> Yeah. How did you realize that you guys were gay?
1: Uh, well, okay, so <laughs> when we used to hang out before it all came out. I was like really sexually aroused, but did not I was like, I have to go to the bathroom so bad. <laughs> like I was in such
2: denial. With all women or just Molly. Just Molly. Okay. I'm very sexy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> For and, then, nice. and then, you know, eventually we were like, we and it was also we always It was have... also such an emotional, I mean, it was such an emotional connection between the two of us. Like without like without sex, even it was just like
3: we could tell that our relationship was so different than any other relationship, friendship, whatever that we've had. It was we, – we always were like, we're best friends and we would hold hands and it was fucking weird. But like we were we – to, we told each other we were best friends. and then Yeah, like, and
1: I think that we would try to touch in any appropriate way possible, you know, like mm. –
3: like we would, said, we would sit
1: next to each other next to each other like brush you know so that like my knee was touching hers or so that my pinky was touching her pinky like really, really. little things but it, like <laughs> that's what i lived
2: for I gotta out. get that it's pinky time. touch
1: <laughs> and then after we finally
2: had sex then i wait, wait, who made the first move i did i did yeah that, that would be you
3: yeah yes but we but I so I had realized it probably like a few months before we told each other and like I would cry myself to sleep because I was like I can't lose her as my best friend but I don't want to tell her because like I don't think that she feels the same way even though like I think subconsciously I knew she did because look at me I'm amazing
0: (laughs) I and, love
3: and, Apparently you're a cougar too. Oh huge, huge cougar. You yeah. and I can relate.
0: Oh yeah. So there what like. is the oh sorry, keep, keep going. We'll get to the oh, okay. The AGF soon. Five um years. five years between these queers.
1: Okay. <laughs> it's one of our many, many wedding hashtags we're floating. <laughs> five
2: years between <laughs> these, five these <laughs> queers? Five years between these queers. Yes <laughs>
3: <laughs> Oh, she's writing she it down. It. It's getting official. <laughs> yeah. So, so it was just like, it was, we were hanging out one night and Yael was like, I just, I love you so much. I was like, I love you too. And she was like, no, I think I'm in love with you. And I, we just were like crying. And it was like one of those like very, gay nothing emotional. even happened, nothing happened, but it was like I, like,
1: I got shivers, huh. nothing. Yeah. It was just sort of like, we just like Beautiful stared story. at each other for a while. Wow. Yeah. And like like what, are, what are we going to do? Yeah. You know? We
3: had no idea. Cause we were young and we were like, we, were we had young, never she been, been in, my counselor
1: at camp. We didn't know we were gay. It was just, like, all this shit. And we were just like, what? I mean, that was my, like, my sort of, in that moment, I was just, I've never been more scared in my life. I mean, I was also really excited and really happy, but I was just like, what are we going to do? I mean, we can't act on this. We can't be
2: together. It was like a total. Why? Why did you feel like you couldn't act on it and be together?
1: Because, like I said, Molly was my counselor at camp. And that was, like, a big deal. It was a big deal for – I mean, I wasn't even – I wasn't a camper anymore, um, but it was a faux pas at camp. And also, nobody was gay in my life. Like, nobody, especially women. I didn't grow up knowing any gay women. What, what state did you grow up in? Half Minnesota and then half Ohio. And it's one of those things where it wasn't – like, my family was not homophobic. There was – was, I grew up – both of us grew up in very open, liberal, liberal homes – but then you look back and you're like maybe just you know by no fault of my parents but like it maybe it wasn't as open as I thought it was or as they wanted it to be just cuz like there were no role models there Well no, it was just a, like I'm okay with people with gay people I just don't want my own kids right. to be gay. Right. And like. we were talking about like camp too. Camp was supposed to be this like supposedly open place but we every summer every unit would do a mock wedding because to like teach jewish values and teach like the jewish wedding tradition because it's such a huge part of judaism is the is a wedding and it would always be like you would pick a like a male camper and a female camper and they'd be the couple quote unquote and then you'd perform the whole ceremony and then there'd be a big party and it was just like you know no one ever said like by the way it could be too mad, or it could be too—you know—it was just like this thing, and no one—and no one ever said that was bad either. But it was just this thing that was sort of like you get ingrained in your mind, like this is what my wedding's going to look like. This right. is this that's is going to mm. be my life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I then, mean, it,
2: wouldn't you say that's true of you, Cam too? Did you ever dream that people would say that you know your wedding would be two guys or? Yeah,
0: I, I, yeah, yeah, I would agree.
1: It's it's a very weird, and I used to talk about this with my gay friends in college. Like, it's a very strange thing to have to reenvision your life at that young of an age. You yeah. know, you have to you have to very much recalibrate everything. And I always say to Molly, I don't think that I would have pursued comedy or comedy writing if it hadn't been for us falling in love because it allowed me to envision a different life for myself.
2: Wow. And it that's, made that's us that's so huge. Made it made us just brave. Mad, what she just said because that is true about i think many different people are yes going into things that are going to you know break down those barriers and then you allow yourself to have so much more freedom in your life in general
1: in general mm-hmm. exactly like i was totally gonna i was going to become a rabbi like my parents i was going to go down the that path and probably then,
2: live in new york probably live or, or chicago yeah yeah and Wait, then so your, your parents are rabbis both my parents are rabbis yes my <laughs> right and my dad
1: and then this whole thing happened with Molly and it like totally like
3: derailed all derailed of our
1: plans, rocked my world. And I was like, oh, like if I'm not going to go marry a perfect Jewish boy, maybe like if, it's like there's an improv rule. If this is true, what, el- what if this is true, what else is true? Right. Like mm-hmm. um, so I'm like, if this is true, if I'm not going to marry the Jewish boy, what else is true? Like maybe I don't have to be a rabbi. Maybe I, can, you know, I just and I and I don't think that those things were actually I think it was more subconscious than that. But yeah.
0: Wow. Thank you. And what about you? <laughs> Thank you. I've said What about you, Mel? What about me? Well,
3: she's talking all about how I've been talking it, a lot. She, she discovered Welcome herself. To my life. Well, well I- so the same the same thing was was mainly true for me, um, but I was a little bit older when I when this happened, so like I was more self-aware, but I also was scared. I was like I have no idea what's going to happen. I want to be with this person so badly, but she is way too scared to do it. I'm also scared. And it was the same. I mean, I went to the same camp. I have watched the same mock weddings between a man and a woman. And I guess it was ingrained in my head as well. And I came out to my parents a little before Yael did. And that was a terrifying experience. And it. It kind of put me back in the closet for a while. Oh, really? Yeah. Did you come out saying that you were gay and in
2: love with Yell or just I'm gay in general?
3: No, I actually just came out and said I'm in love with Yell. I didn't even say that I was gay.
2: I, was, I just said I fell in love with this woman slash girl. <laughs> Is it harder to come out as a, as a lesbian than a,
0: a gay guy? You Your think? experience coming out as a gay guy, is it, <laughs> <laughs> is it harder or easier? It
3: was so hard. Did you say it's hard? It's just, I feel like yeah. I, mm, this is probably very stereotypical to say, but I feel like mothers of gay men kind of know.
2: Do you know what I mean?
0: Mom, would you say it's
2: true? 150%. And I don't think think uh, I've it's people then very close to me have had that situation. Yeah, I just think
3: they know. I mean, for like the stereotypical gay guy, they kind of, you can sort of tell. You can't always, we can't even tell if a a woman is gay. Like, we have no idea. It's harder, right. I think that it's,
1: as a woman, if you're not, you know, the quote unquote, you know, if you're not presenting as a gay woman, you know, um, and you can interpret that however you want, it's. It's harder to tell. And so I think that for our moms specifically, no it was just idea. kind of a shock. And it's interesting, you know, we were talking about like the stereotypical gay things before. And I think that if a little boy is like, I want to play with Barbies, everybody's like, oh, he's gay. But if a little girl is like, I want to watch football with my brothers, they're a like, tomboy. Oh, she's such a tomboy. Uh-huh. And it's you know, cute. It doesn't, mm. it, it's not assumed. Maybe in the future it will be, but the second a little boy shows a little bit of femininity, it's assumed that he's going to be gay. Whereas it's not the case with little girls showing signs of masculinity. And mm. it's not
2: necessarily the case that if, even if they want to play with dolls, that they're going to even be gay.
3: Exactly. Right. Exactly. Right. So I but think I, that... but I think it is, but people <laughs> do think this, that
2: uh, I can <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. you play with dolls. I got oh, was, yelled at for playing with dolls. Yeah. My oh, husband little was Cam. very macho, macho, like Argentinian man who was like freaked out about the thought that anybody in his family could be gay. And he had gay relatives. That very close relations that were in the closet for their entire lives until they like, <gasps> realized that that's just that individuals. An uncle that was living with two guys all his life was actually gay. Wow, newsflash! And he wore tights and he was into acting. I mean, it's just like your dad's was, brother. No, it was uh, an uncle of, of his dad. So oh, i be like, okay, uh, wow, an uncle. No, it's a first cousin actually. Sorry about that. Yeah. First cousin, but there's a big age gap. That's why I was thinking uncle. Anyway, um, bottom line is the Cam-
1: playing with like GI Joes or?
2: No, I have okay. no Yes. <laughs> literally he was playing with his older sister and she had uh, uh, her friend and her younger sister over so the four of them were in, a, in my daughter's room and i walked by and i see that he's covered in makeup i eyeshadow lipstick hairs and curlers and all kinds of stuff was going on what? and, that sounds and around they right all, all the girls were they were all covered in you know over an abundance of makeup they were probably like 4 and 6 years old or something i was and, 4 yeah, you were probably like four years old, so you didn't know. You might have been even younger. You could have been younger than that, but you were all playing, and your dad walks into the room and he goes, Uh, 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 take that off right now. No one, no, no son of mine is going to be wearing oh, that makeup. Get that, get that off right now. And he starts, you know, having a, like, you're going to turn that kid gay, that kind of attitude, you know? Yeah, that, it does work that situation. way.
1: <laughs> Molly yep. turned me gay.
3: Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> anyway. But I always said that, like when he was playing with dolls, that this means he's going to be a good daddy. A good dad.
3: That's
1: yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. So, giving so the
3: right. So
1: it's not it's not necessarily that that kid's going to be gay, but the idea is planted, so that when the kid. When, if that kid were gay and he came out, the mom would sort of be like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Whereas with both of us, I don't think our, either of our moms. No, saw my coming. mom had
3: no idea.
2: Even my grandma. I had no idea. Like, I, had,
3: I wasn't like one of those kids. It was like at I five always I knew. felt different. Right.
2: But, so you weren't. But so you didn't have like the typical – like I, I read my diary recently from like when I was 11 or 12. Every page, I'm in love with Greg. I'm in love with Steve. I'm in love with George. I'm in love with Tim. I'm in love with this. I mean, every single day was a different, I mean, I've got a crush on this guy, this guy, this guy. You guys never went through these crushes.
3: I did. You no, know, I, I did. Think that- but I think it was because we felt like we had to. Actually,
2: it was a fake crush,
3: maybe. Yeah, no, I think that I
1: convinced myself. I didn't know. Here's the thing like, at that age, you don't know what other girls are actually feeling. So it's like, I know which boys were cute. I could tell which boys were cute. So I'm like, oh, I totally have a crush on him. But there was this one time when uh, we went through this phase where all the girls were putting. pictures in their binders of like like in the front of their binders of like celebrity guys that they had crushes on like Backstreet Boys and Yeah, like Backstreet Boys, and have been and like who they thought were hot and I was like, "Oh, I guess I should put my celebrity crush in the front." And I knew it was it had to be you know, there, it wasn't even in my in it wasn't like, "Oh, it should be a girl." I didn't I, was, I wasn't that, you know, developed in my sexual awakening but there was this guy who was on survivor named rupert and he was like a 300 pound man with like a giant beard and, I, and he was so funny so i put I him you remember rupert he yeah was like a big, a chubby chaser he's just, a, he's he's out a of big mind. uh like survivor celebrity so i put him in the
3: front of my binder this like big bearded like no 300 way. pound man keep in mind i'm like a big bearded woman. So it, like, it
1: makes sense. Um,
3: but, you know,
1: it was little things like that where at the time I wouldn't have been like, oh, this makes me gay. But looking back, I'm like, oh, I was such a little gay, you know, little girl. Because I was like, oh, I'll put Rupert in the front of my binder.
3: He's my celebrity crush. That is awesome. I, but see, I had crushes on boys. You did? Yeah, you're straighter than I am. Yeah, I'm much straighter. Like, I was in love <laughs> with Brian from Backstreet Boys. In love. But we both had boyfriends. I mean, I had, I had boyfriends through
1: college really mm-hmm. well you, you didn't have sex with them. I didn't have sex with any of them I mean I, I, them? I made out with them And she also
3: was still in love with me at the time I gave so. a
1: lot of hand jobs <laughs> uh, because <laughs> I, because I didn't want to go I didn't want to give a blowjob that I really didn't oh. and so I would just like you know just be like okay if I can get you off this way really? I don't have to
2: Go any further. <laughs> but Actually, you literally weren't getting turned on by the guys, that, like if you were making out with them or anything? Uh, like yeah,
1: that? yeah, I was. And I oh think that's my how God, I, no,
2: you weren't. Well, here's the thing.
1: Here's the thing. Like, she was picturing my head You can close your eyes and, and pretend it's anybody, you know? Oh, and I think sure that I. It. Yeah, I, I, again, like she I think like, subconsciously, <laughs> but I was able to convince myself, like, and, and really convince myself. Like, it wasn't like, it wasn't, I didn't know at the time that I was convincing myself. But I was like, yeah, this is nice. This is fine. I mean, now I'm like, oh, my God, it's fine. nothing
2: compared. Yeah.
1: You know, when you, when you leave a, like a makeout session or whatever, you're like, <laughs> that was fine. You know. Yeah, fine is
2: obviously not good. No. Right.
1: <laughs> and I actually had a guy who was sort of like the, the guy that I wanted to to like, you know, the guy that he was he was Jewish, he was really cute, he was the editor of the newspaper. And paper he looked great. He was great, yeah. And I would always stay above the belt with him. And this was my freshman year of college and he was a sophomore in college and he w- and he eventually – he was a really good guy and eventually broke up with me. And he told his friend, like, I never thought I would be the guy that broke up with a girl because she wouldn't give me a blowjob. But, like, this girl would not ever, like, go near there. And eventually I was just like, I can't do this anymore. And then I recently saw him in New York and I was like, you know I'm gay, right? And he was like – oh, (laughs) okay, like that makes so much sense. I was like, yeah, sorry about that. And he was like, yeah, I'm sorry too. I didn't mean to be such a dick. And I was like, I just didn't want to touch
0: your dick. (laughs) So what would you guys say the hardest thing about uh, coming out or being lesbian is that wouldn't be so obvious to people who haven't gone through it?
3: Hmm. just, like, telling people is annoying. Like, the process of, like, oh, God, I forgot to tell my second cousin on my mom's side, but I still have to tell them because it would be, like... They would be offended. Like, why didn't you tell me? And it's just, like, the whole... You have to tell a whole fucking story every time. Mm. And it's exhausting, and it's, like... It's emotionally exhausting, and it's, like, you just have, like... It's so annoying. Because coming out has become this... Coming out thing. Coming
1: out. It Mm. can't just be, like, oh, yeah, everybody... You know, here's the thing. It's every, every person that's close to you feels they deserve, you know, I can't believe you didn't come out to me or I can't believe, you know, so, Mm. so Molly's right. It is sort of that.
2: Like a special story.
1: Yeah. I had a friend in college who I actually dated who ended up being gay as well. And he, when he came out in college, he just told a girl who, it was the biggest gossip in our dorm. It was perfect. He was like, don't tell anybody, but I'm it gay. Was, just knowing. Oh. He was like, I just didn't want to deal with telling everybody. And she told
3: everybody. And say, totally so, right. I mean, that's kind of the beauty of Facebook now, I guess. It's like, I just put up a picture of us kissing. And it's like, oh, Molly's gay, I yeah. guess. <laughs>
0: yeah. And I, I was with you guys, or I was talking with you guys around the time that you first. Put
2: up a picture yeah, of us? It was recent. Yeah. It was recent. Yeah. yeah. yeah did, can you talk about what your first, when you. When you first met Yale, oh, when you thought you guys were on a date? Okay, oh. yeah. that was always a
0: good so, story. So I met Yale three years ago, and my sister, my sister went to school with Yale, and Yale-y. very impressive. Very. <laughs> they, they met at Yale, and so Yale's uh, Yale came out here. And my sister was like, "Oh, you should meet this really funny comedy writer. Super smart. She's cute." So I went and I met her at a bar. And I was like, oh, this is a smart, cute, Jewish, funny girl. (laughs) I should pursue her. (laughs) And so we started hanging out, and I did not know her relationship status whatsoever. So I just assumed every time we hung out, it was a date.
1: Can I just say, though, the way that Cam asked me out, quote-unquote, he (laughs) said, hey, Elle – I have a Groupon that's going to expire. Yeah. <laughs> do you oh want to go there? Go to what? this restaurant with me. So I was—I did not feel the need to be like, "Hey, like, just you know, this isn't a date," because like it was <laughs> that's a That's how you ask girls out.
0: Right. Oh my god! Do I do it. wrap. Wait, hold <laughs> on. I don't. Did I mention the Groupon prior to the date? I thought I just. Cam, I, the... I can find the text message. Oh my! I oh. mean, it was
1: through text. It message. was through text, and you said, "I have a Groupon that's gonna expire." I thought maybe it was. You're funny. so
3: smooth. <laughs> oh God, that is so humiliating. I had, no. I mean,
1: obviously, if I had known <laughs> that Cam was trying to pursue me romantically, I would have like put the kibosh on it. But like,
0: I Groupon says romance. That is yeah, Groupon, Groupon says that's I'm gonna cheap expire. It was a four course <laughs> yes. meal. It was a four course meal. I thought right, so and it was for your birthday so again. Was it? Yeah. But it could have been confusing anyway, because it was for your it was for my
1: birthday. <laughs> yeah. right? Oh, my friend's taking me out for my birthday. But if it was a date, then you don't tell the girl that it's a group on you're like, I'm taking you out for a four course dinner, and then you slip the group on in yeah, the, the I, yeah. Yeah. It's,
3: it's disgusting.
0: I, <laughs>
1: and our other quote unquote date was we went, to see thing, a, okay? yeah. we went to see a Nickelodeon show. So like you, w- yeah, you invited I me to invited him to go see a Nickelodeon, like a taping of a Nickelodeon show. So it's not like any of these things were like super romantic. That being said I was less, I like, I don't think your sister knew I was gay. Like, I was definitely at the time more... Closeted. I was more closeted. Yeah. I was quiet.
2: At because because at he, the time... Yep. I got this exciting date going on. He was so excited about oh, this date. Oh, I'm
1: sorry, Cam. Oh, that's the so funny. The thing was, at the time, my parents didn't know. So I was very, very wary of who I told, knowing that the Jewish community is small and that anything could get back to my parents. And I really, the most important thing to me was that my parents found out through me. So I was just like, and I didn't, you know, that was the worst part is that, I mean, being closeted, you don't even realize how much energy it takes. It's like every conversation you go into, you're like, "Is this gonna? Is this gonna go there? Am I gonna tell them? Is this someone I can trust?" This has lie that you have. To yeah, it's to a you. constant lie. And then, like, Cam was an acquaintance at the time, and I wasn't gonna be like in Cam's head.
2: It was like, "This is my this dream is my, girl, is, my future it was wife." Exactly an acquaintance, it was a cheap acquaintance, but I cheap, right, exactly. very
1: cheap. <laughs> but I didn't want to come off as a, like a crazy person. That's like, "Hey, nice to meet you. Here's a deal. I have a super secret girlfriend. You can't tell anybody." My parents don't know like you have to bear your
0: soul however it did come out between courses two and three of this four course meal She
2: wasn't happy Cam was oh, like i wasted cry?
1: my groove on, on this
2: dike. <laughs> basically the conversation you believe i had to pay i was already he was already too deep into it i remember
0: the the second course came out we're eating the second course and then you go i just need to tell you i'm in a long-term a long-distance relationship uh, with a woman and i was like Oh, oh. <laughs> I, I, I like had to like shut down my You were like, job. are
3: you
2: inviting me into the
3: relationship? <laughs>
0: yeah. I was thinking to himself shit, I already told her I was gonna
2: take care of this meal. I'm like, I know,
0: shit. <laughs>
2: and You need yeah.
0: split a group on.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'll pay you the ten dollars, Cam. <laughs> you know, when I found out that Cam when when I found out that Cam thought those were dates or that he was pursuing me as a romantic interest, it it made so much sense because it makes so much sense that Cam would go after a lesbian in a long-term relationship. (laughs) Like, the most inaccessible human being on the planet is who Cam would pursue.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's very funny.
2: We that. re-examine that. I like
0: the the chase, mother. I like the chase. (laughs) It's a tough chase. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so do you guys have any tips for young girls or girls coming out to make it easier? I think honesty is like
3: obviously the best policy, but you have to do it when you're ready. So I I waited about five years, I think before I told the majority of people and you just have to do it when you're ready. And I, I think people will know when they're ready. You just kind of like get tired of lying um, but there's there's really as long as you have a support system like I told my friends first and my siblings which was way easier than telling my parents and that made telling my parents so much easier because I had that support system built up
2: yeah but did, that, did anybody say to you oh I knew it anyway
3: yeah and fuck them because no they didn't <laughs> <laughs> so well I think people are like oh that makes sense that you're with you because it's all you fucking talk about and it's annoying <laughs> So maybe that way, but I don't think people like my aunt. If you're listening, which you're not, she was like, "Oh yes, I totally knew," and I'm like, "No, you
2: didn't. I had no signs of it." Right? But, well, are there any other family? Because it is such a hereditary thing, supposedly. You know, no, like they, I don't nobody have nobody any in your family. Right?
3: But it. But I am a fraternal twin. I have a twin brother, and it is commonly. Oh really? Yeah, in twins oh, the testosterone so the
1: testosterone gets all up in your business, which
3: is why I have, <laughs> which is why I have a thick mustache that I have to maintain.
1: You know, and here's the thing: is gay being gay has become it's like it's the it's the fastest moving quote unquote you know right uh, what do you call it equal rights movement in mm-hmm. the history of ever so
3: in the history of, of ever.
1: Oh, yeah, I'm being very <laughs> I, I caffeine I where she's going talking. with this. Thank you. Going. It's the it's the fastest moving. I, can you, say, you can't can you say civil rights? Mhm. Or okay. Sure.
0: Movement. Yeah, on this podcast you can say. You can say civil, civil rights. Right. Yeah. Um no one's going to google it afterwards, you yeah. know.
1: It's becoming very clear I know so much about what I'm talking about. No,
3: she does. Continue. I know where you're going with this. The it's point a big, is that point.
1: from ge- literally from generation to generation, this movement like being gay and and the attitude around it has changed so much, so much. And so we could have gay grandparents or yeah. siblings of grandparents and we would never know, you
2: know. Yeah. Right. That's like my uncle that lived with two men all his life and my mother still insists he wasn't gay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: But you have interestingly your un- not by blood. No, not by but blood. My uncle- aunt's
3: husband has a gay brother and sister, but we're not blood related, so mm. it doesn't. And even Molly's,
1: matter. and then Molly's sister, Molly's sister married a guy who has a gay sister, sister, and now my brother is marrying a girl who has a gay sister. Oh, that's interesting. So many gays. Yeah. It's
0: weird. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder if there's reason for that, or if it's just coincidental
2: or maybe just that there's more, just there's more, more gay. More gay. Yeah. How, you know, I mean, that's what I was going to ask you guys. Do you think gay being gay is in a continuum? Do you think everybody's a little bit gay? Like, you know, obviously I am.
3: Yeah. But- <laughs> I do. That. I do. I think it's Molly definitely a spectrum. I think most people are gay, as Cam knows.
0: Well, <laughs> <laughs> he's informed me several times that I'm gay. <laughs>
3: Um I am a trained therapist so I could be right. <laughs> yeah.
2: Um I'm a therapist and I know you're right. No. <laughs> <laughs> um
3: but I do think that there is a spectrum and most people fall somewhere on it.
1: Yeah, you know what was interesting for me, I think for both of us was you know, I I do think there was like a there was a small percentage that I could have ended up with a guy that I was sexually attracted to and wanted to be with. It would have been a specific type of man.
3: but With boobs and a vagina. Yeah,
1: that kind of man. <laughs> but what was strange for me was when we came out to friends and just being, you know, even just walking down the street holding hands, I was like, oh my God, by, for all intents and purposes, I'm gay. You know, just because that's how the world sees me. So, you know, it doesn't even... What's interesting about, you know, our society and that you end up with one person is that even though there is a continuum or a spectrum, who you end up with, that is what kind of ends up determining your sexuality. It yeah. doesn't matter mm. how you identify. Mm. And
2: that's something I just learned from a friend of mine who's gay, who um, he's, he's with, committed, in a committed relationship for like 10 years. But he's like, if I broke up with this guy, I could easily be with a woman next time. And I thought that was very odd. I never had thought about it that way. Right. And then he's straight, you know, it's- he, and he's like, one, he's, he's like, totally not someone you'd ever, you know, I'm talking about him. Mm-hmm. Um, he totally not someone you would think was gay by looking at him or he did, was not, you know, didn't have an effeminate bone in his body. So it's just a strange.
3: Yeah. It's actually why we waited so long to tell people because we're like, what if we're not going to be together? And then everyone's like, "Oh, she must be gay," but now she's with a man. So we waited so long until we were like, "I'm going to be this with is you the for real, the rest of my life." This is the real deal. Yeah, and
1: I also didn't want to go through the telling people rigmarole of telling my parents if it was just for not,
0: you how, know? Did it? How did it make your relationship to one another the fact that you had come out before she did?
3: It. I mean. Obviously, there were times where I was like, hold my fucking hand in public. But I wasn't like, I didn't push her to tell them. She was very patient with me. Mm-hmm. I'm very, very patient. patient. I'm like a good person.
2: <laughs> it's interesting because I had a similar relationship. You know, I have a long, distance rela- I had a long distance relationship, but also a huge age gap, much bigger than you guys. And it was the same kind of thing where, you know, we did not want to tell everybody about it until we knew that this was going to go into a, a deeper relationship. And then that causes people to doubt, like your relationship anyway. Right. It's just, just, you you don't want to rock the boat unless it's absolutely necessary. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. You know, earlier you asked about advice for people Mm -hmm. coming out. And I think that one thing that I, if I could do it again, I would do differently, is that once I told my parents, there was still part of me that was closeted. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't ready to, even though I came out to them, I realized only after that I wasn't ready to talk to them about the day to day of our relationship and that was a mistake Hmm. you know because i came out i did this whole thing and then i basically sort of
2: came out yeah i
1: mean i told them i was in a relationship with molly and you know things kind of shit hit the fan but at that point i should have and i think we both did i did this i did this for three
3: years after i told you know you got
1: to stick stick to that something inside of
3: you was ready to to tell them and so stick to that uh yeah, we didn't my to I told my mom you. And my, my parents and I didn't t- talk about we didn't talk about Yael for 3 years. My mom wouldn't Whoa. even say her name. Right.
2: And what, that, was, what were your parents' responses?
3: Were they positive, negative? Negative. Now it's
2: really wonderful right. my mom
3: but at the time. Oh, all, it was
2: horrible. For me it it was the
1: it was the lying it was my mom was more upset about than the fact that I was gay. It was like you my mom and I are very close and always have been. And so the fact that I had been keeping this huge thing from her was really, really tough. And so my – and then my instinct was just to keep lying, you know, like it'd be like
3: – We got so good mm. at lying. I'm like an expert liar. <laughs> yeah, it's
1: scary. It's scary. It's, <laughs> it's scary. It's also sad. It's sad yeah, yeah. you had
2: to be – you know, that you had to lie. Why? Why would you have to lie about something that's really nice?
1: Yeah. And so – and then I just – kept lying and it's, and it's taken a very long time to rebuild that trust because even after I came out, I was still like so scared to talk to my mom about it and so scared when I well, told what,
2: what Well, give me an example. Like what, what, so you told them, you were like, basically we're kind of saying, oh, we have a crush on each other, but we haven't never done sex or any of that kind no, of thing. No, by the no. time I had
1: come out, we were, we were in a relationship. No, I but, told but
2: is that. that what, what were you still oh
1: like okay like i didn't she didn't want to
3: talk about my like that we were doing like we were going to starbucks together yeah
1: like i just still didn't even mention her even though and it was there and like i was planning on i knew that i was going to move in with molly but i didn't you know i didn't tell them until very late in that process and like i think that i was planning on moving in like in September, I knew I was going to move in with her in January, but I didn't tell them until like December,
2: mm. <laughs> you know, and that, cause I was just so scared. And of, of what, what, what would have happened if you had told them? I
1: just didn't want to go through the whole, them being angry with me for lying, being angry disappointed with me, disappointed, with me. It's, a, it's a horrible, horrible feeling. And I think I just didn't want to open myself up to that hurt again. And it was easier for me to live in denial about it. And as long as I didn't tell them that we were moving in together, I wouldn't have to open myself up to, you know, <clears> the the ridicule and the pain that, that came with them, you know, not trusting me and not, not, you know, being there for me. It's scary. It's really, really scary.
0: I wanted to ask you about how the age gap between you guys, because you're five years older, Molly. Mm-hmm. Does, has that had an impact on your relationship or and people's like reaction like it like it did my mom i mean somewhat the only
3: thing is i go to bed at like 7 p.m <laughs> so like that's part of it no it
1: hasn't been. it really hasn't been it really <laughs> been. <laughs> only only because of camp but it, it's kind of funny because Molly was my counselor at camp. We, it's, we perceived that there was this, this, this huge age gap between us. But when we say, yeah, there's a big age gap, and then people say, how old are you? And we say 26 and 31, they're like, that's, that's not, not an bad. Age. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I think it's just you because of our straight, history. You
0: think that
2: that's a huge deal? Not no. at all.
1: No, not at all.
0: Not at all. Yeah.
3: It really hasn't, except the fact that yeah, likes to go out and I like to not go out.
2: That definitely
0: has to do with your age. But I was the same way at 20. But (laughs) I I, I was wondering more because you guys met when you were younger. When you're younger, that age gap does seem like a bigger deal.
3: Yes. Yeah. I guess I wanted to probably like settle down maybe before she did. But it it never really had a huge impact because there were so many other shitty situations that were (laughs) going on that like the age thing
0: was like not a big deal at all. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. All right. uh, so what about
2: um, future? Have you guys thought about uh, getting married, like you said, or uh, oh, having yeah, a family? yeah, every day. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's... – shut up, Karen.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: She's, right, per- I'm, She's proposing I'm- to me – I don't know when.
0: How did Not you? Here, right now.
2: How, oh my God, what a <laughs> <sex> beautiful moment!
0: <laughs> this fucking podcast would skyrocket Huge. if we had a lesbian you know engagement. What, if you guys were nice enough, you would just do it for us, okay? For
3: <laughs> <trying to do laughs> I'm fine with it because then I get to have a ring today.
0: <laughs> wait, how wait, did so, you? How did wait, it, we, we make it, one it, out of this wire? Who
2: gives, the, who
3: gives the ring and
1: who does the proposing? I'm giving the ring and doing the proposing because.
3: I am basically now deciding when that happened. <laughs> yeah, because I would have proposed like 150 years ago. <laughs> if it so, were up to me, we would have been engaged.
2: Wait, is one of uh, one of you taking on more of the role of the husband and one the wife? No. Thing? And
3: we don't, we hate this question, not because, not. <laughs> well, I'm curious because she, she
2: said she's proposing. That's oh, why I thought. Oh, right. Right, right. It's
1: only because, it, that's really just because I'm younger and because, like Molly said, I'm I'm basically the one now deciding when that
3: happens, so but when she's ready she'll propose
1: yeah
0: how How did that conversation it's take cute. place was was that like a sensitive discussion? No no, because none of our like we've, we've always sort of sold.
1: known that that's where it's going, um you know, obviously, we live together, we have a dog together, like it's not like we were like, what you want to get married like yeah, yeah we've yeah. wanted
3: to get married for so many years, so it's like so you know we were just sort of like,
1: how's that gonna happen and i told molly like i'm gonna propose to and you. i was
3: like i also want to be proposed to so you're gonna propose yeah but
1: keep <laughs> it that, but also I, there i will be proposed to i'm getting i'm getting two rings
3: yeah i and will I'm after she proposes one to me molly, i'm gonna be be like, then...
1: get down on one knee bitch <laughs> and i'll be like a weepy
3: mess so Cause,
1: just because i'm proposing does not mean i don't want the bling
3: you
2: know <laughs> <laughs> she is so girly that is awesome <laughs> So I, I got two more questions about this whole thing. One is are do you have any uh okay, do you have a role model? Like is Ellen your role model or someone like that? Do you no, have a celebrity not role <laughs> model of a ideal relationship that that you know of? A gay relationship? A gay relationship. I don't
1: um Honestly, it's not it's not a celebrity, but whenever we see older women Oh, my God. Like, like, in West Hollywood, out holding hands. Like, that's our role model, oh, you know, is these yeah. is these women that... Who have, like, lived through lived the hard Lived through hardest. it and did it for us, you know? Like, to an extent, we've lived lot, through yeah. the hard times, but not, not really. really. We didn't have to really to... fight the fight. We didn't have... We weren't at Stonewall. We didn't do... The- we were never in real
3: danger. Uh, there are times we feel like we probably shouldn't hold hands, but, like, we, we didn't... We weren't the ones marching, and we, we didn't have to go through all that shit to get right, to where we right. are now, which is amazing. So anytime we see that. Have, have you guys ever experienced discrimination
0: for, for being gay?
3: We don't feel comfortable when we're like back in the Midwest sometimes. like if We get I'm, stares if we're holding hands. We get hands. stares. Actually, yeah. we were in Santa Barbara once, and like every single person stared at us when we were holding hands. Wow.
1: Yeah. So it's again, like it's never been like I feel like my life is in danger, but I de- we we're definitely cautious. felt
3: the – felt the stairs and were careful in certain areas. Yeah, mm-hmm. like
2: if we're driving in the middle of nowhere,
3: I'm like, hey, sis, can you pump the gas?
2: <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know uh, Ellen, when Ellen came, first came out, I'm talking about the show, Ellen. Yeah, I remember. It was taken off the air, basically, because mm-hmm. she came out as being... So she, do you feel like she paved the way for you guys in some respect in, in terms of opening the barriers now?
1: Yeah, or, yeah. Okay. I mean, anyone that that was brave enough to be out, especially in such a public way like that. Because mm-hmm. that was
2: more of my generation when I remembered that it was such a huge deal. And now yeah. it's so not. Like almost every TV show has got... You, know, you have to. You have yeah, to or you're to. <laughs> discriminating against yeah, people. But it's so different from, you know, in the whenever that I show will was say
3: on. nobody watches the L... And nobody but lesbians watched The L Word, which is a show that was on Showtime like 10 years ago. But that show was a huge help for
2: me. It was a big
3: deal for a lot of people uh, that I've talked to who are around your age.
1: Uh Uh, But that, that show (laughs) helped. Lady
2: Molly. Yeah. So it's called the L word. The L word. -word. It's a really good show.
1: There was a lot of lesbian sex in it. Explicit. That's Uh, not why it was such a good show, (laughs)
2: but it's a good show. And you were recommended for what reason? Yeah.
0: uh, One of my friends who happens to be a straight man, is obsessed with this it's show. It's so
3: good. It's a great
1: show. It's a great show. And for straight men, you get the added bonus of like lesbian porn in I, every episode. <laughs> yeah. That,
0: it might've been why he liked it so much. <laughs> All right. So, uh, mom, any other questions before we jump into sex? I
2: was just going to ask if there were any, cause you guys are very funny people. If there was any funny stories that you have. Funny stories.
1: I just thought of a funny story. Um, well, this is a transition into sex. But we thought we had sex at two different – like the first time we had sex was two different times. Oh, my God. This is a great
3: Because <laughs> everyone's like, what's lesbian sex? And we're like, I don't I actually don't know. know. We don't
1: really know. Uh, because <laughs> like and, – and it is – what I've learned is that it's it's kind of defined by you. It's, it's much less of like a thing than straight sex or gay male sex. It's like you sort of just define that for yourself. So
2: uh, what you say with well, this is what I've learned. You mean by you reading, researching, talking to people or just coming up with, all with this the idea? Above. On
1: your- all of the above. Uh, talking to, to other gay women, um, reading. And I yeah, mean, did, so- you have,
2: did you guys literally go online and read how, to, how do lesbians have sex? Or-
1: no, that was one of the things that was kind of very telling for me was that the first time that we hooked up, I knew exactly what to do.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah she did.
1: And so did Molly. Like it was just sort of like it ended It was so we natural. Like, oh. oh.
3: That did not feel, weird, didn't at feel all. weird at
1: all. I, I didn't uh. I wasn't like, oh, what do I do here? Like it was just so so natural. And um that's when Molly thought we had sex.
3: Not the first time. I thought it was. No, no, no. I thought we had sex in Roberta's house.
1: Oh, right. And I thought it was in the hotel like a few months yeah. later. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So there were
3: two different times.
0: What, what, what made you guys, why, how did you guys not, what, what happened that made you think it was and that you think? We it
3: was? were, this was, I think that was the first time we were like completely naked, right? No, that was in the hotel.
0: No. It was the first time we were,
3: yes, yes. It's just so long ago. I don't even remember. And I don't You thought
1: th- it was the first time we both orgasmed.
3: Oh, I guess that was
0: it. I don't remember. And I
1: thought it was the first time we were both naked. It's so stupid. You thought it was
0: the first time you guys were naked, that was sex? Yes. Okay. All right. Different interpretations.
3: Yeah. So, <laughs> I don't even remember. I'm not kidding.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. So so now, how do you define sex? I mean, orgasms. Many orgasms. Not many.
3: But like anytime that. <laughs> like, yeah. Anytime we're just like. Yeah, we, we're like naked with each other and have one an orgasm. No, but we would, you would, we would define sex
1: even if we weren't naked now. Oh, yeah. So I would say, yeah, I think, wouldn't you just
3: define sex as orgasms? Yeah. When you're inside of me.
2: <laughs> and do- well, oh, okay. Wait a second. Where are we going to go with this one?
0: <laughs> <laughs> do, do do is it mainly with fingers, tongues, yeah, toys? Fingers. Mainly fingers. Fingers, ons No strap-ons, no
3: we've no never toys. done that yet.
1: And it's wow. not because we're afraid of it. It's just, we are like so satisfied. We're like totally good. Like we're both very satisfied with our sex lives and we're like let's hold off until, until we get bored. Yeah. You know, like yeah, we don't want to... idea. That
0: might be the next level.
1: Yeah. I think that for me also I I don't like the idea of needing like a a fake a penis. Not just a penis but just like like fake things.
0: Like a plastic like a naturalist. Plastic.
1: Yeah, like it just doesn't it doesn't turn me on. It's not like I just don't I just don't feel like I need it.
3: So there's yeah. that you feel the same it? Yeah, totally. I don't need I don't I just I'm so happy with just having her. No. Oh. So I don't need it. And we're not huge into like oral sex. You're
2: not. No. Mm-hmm. Ooh.
0: So you're kinda What do of, does f- it leave? <laughs> do you just fingers? So you, have you guys become, like, magicians with your fingers? Oh,
2: yeah.
3: And, like, like huge, we like, our forearms are so strong. <laughs> so, sore.
2: so sore. And you don't use sex toys? No. I know. No, I'm shocking. I'm in the future to go.
1: We are not. We, I don't think we speak for the lesbian
3: community. I know. I, that's the problem with having us on this podcast is, like, I think most... Lesbians probably use toys. Strap-ons.
2: I do think that though because I've talked to gay guys, a gay couple that I was referring to before and they said they have I think they said they had sex once like sex sex like you know penetration. Oh yeah. So I think it yeah. is like a, a right or wrong way of having yeah. sex and just whatever makes you guys happy just like uh, heterosexual couples. Mm-hmm.
0: I would say the one thing I've learned from this podcast is that everyone we brought on has sex totally differently. There's yeah. like not any normal thing at all yeah, that's for sure <laughs> yeah i mean we've alternative heard, lifestyles yeah. yes yeah and, and because it's not talked about mm-hmm. no there's not real everyone's kind of just making up these stories as what sex should be right from television or they're, they're television getting, porn. Or, or yeah. they're getting for porn right yeah, yeah. which that's,
3: like obviously like expensive. scissoring we that's not a thing you can't yeah, scissor because once, it's, it's like two side blunt it's
2: objects like- <laughs> hitting each other and you can't do anything with that yeah, you watch porn. That's like the way lesbians have sex, right? For sure. Yeah. That's an impossibility. Because they're faking their orgasms. So it, it's <laughs> the worst way to learn about sex. It really is.
0: Yeah. yeah. Do you guys watch porn? Not
3: so much I anymore. Used to. Well, we were long distance for a long time, so so we watched porn then. Um, but
0: what type of porn was it? All lesbian? Was it straight porn? Sort of straight porn. And what about you? For you, Mo? both. Both.
1: I I could not watch two women. In porn, because it, it was so it, like, clear made that they sad. were faking it. Oh wow! And I couldn't get over the idea that they didn't, that they weren't attracted to each other, and it would just take me out of it. And I'm like, these are just two girls with fathers and mothers. And she thinks they, too much, and, they, and, they, and they're being paid to do this, and they hate it, and like they hate every second of it. Like I just <laughs> get two in my head. Whereas, but, like you know,
2: the weird thing about this is, it's not true. And I mean, I, I, it probably is for the ninety percent. Of the time that it is an act and it is entertainment, but I've talked to a number of porn stars, and they claim that they have orgasms. They enjoy it. They enjoy it immensely. And that's why they do it. Well,
1: maybe that'll help.
0: It, and it could yeah. be. It could be different. I mean, who knows? If I don't know if yeah, I, I'm not sure. I, I
1: also would watch two guys. A lot <gasps> because, she is really. so into yeah two because, guys they, having... because for
3: guys I believe it. <laughs> like, oh, wow. they love sex. <laughs> So, that's funny too.
0: It's like no, in the movie, right.
3: the kids are all right.
0: Oh yeah, the, yeah. They watch. That's the other
1: thing is the external. You can see, you you can see that they're enjoying it. You there's proof. Whereas for girls, it's not as obvious. Oh. Well, that's what
2: Nina Hartley points to. Her sets no, that, porn you know, Gina Hartley problems. comma porn star. porn star, as I always say, she says the same thing though, that, um, you, you know, in porn, you can't see little women bits. So that's why they have to make it look the way they do, you know? And yeah. she, she, you know, agrees that that is not the way to make a girl have an orgasm. Mm-hmm.
0: So I wanted to bring up a question. We've had many, many of my friends have told me that when, when, uh, they started out with the relationships. The guys were like more sexually aggressive and like wanted wanted to have sex way more often than the girl did. Mm-hmm. And then when it, as it went on with time, the girl started wanting to have sex way more than the guy did. Mm-hmm. Now with two girls, how does, is it, do one of you guys, how do your libidos compare to one another?
3: We go through phases. Yeah. We're like, I will be way more into it. Or Just like wanting, wanting it more often. I think it's our age. That's an age difference thing. So like when I was I, with us, there was like a,
2: um, a slump. A dipping and a peaking?
3: Yeah. So when I was like 25, 26, I like didn't want to have it as much as I do now when I'm 31. Because oh, you're reaching a
2: sexual peak. Yeah. Oh, right. 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 wow. And,
3: and
1: she's... So <laughs> oh, yeah. And times. now you're...
3: And now I'm sort of like, yeah, I guess we
2: can have sex. <laughs> 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 and then, I think that's basically true. And I don't know... I think, Kim, you're speaking for a very limited uh, age segment. Because I think that things change dramatically when there's a baby involved. Mm-hmm. In terms in, of... I don't think you're going to get a lot of women with a one year old demanding sex. Okay. She's like, don't touch me because I've already been touched enough by the baby. Mm-hmm, so right. I don't need anybody else pulling in my nipples or you know. <laughs> and I, I really don't want <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, you don't want anybody else, you know, taking away from your sleep time. Right. Yeah. But
1: yeah, and then there are times when we, when they it peaks together, which mm-hmm. is nice.
2: Which is like now.
3: And there are, times when I uh, are you about so. to have sex right now? On yeah, on this had, maybe. Yeah, you know,
2: we've had the phone sex. Uh,
0: we did Friday night. Front <laughs>
2: oh of yeah. Us. Yeah, we
0: did. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, so that how do how do you have that discuss? Okay, this is this is the question. When you guys, when someone wants to have sex more than the other person, what usually happens? Do, do you have? Is there to someone? say like oh, I'll do this for the other person or is there is that acknowledged that like I don't really want to have sex right now but I'll do it for you or we probably can't do it if one of us isn't into it yeah we're not then because we don't want to I don't know I
1: mean the other thing is like I'm, I'll am just say you know I'm not gonna like we're at the point in the relationship where I'll be like no it's not <laughs> happening or <Her laughs> mom would be like get off me I'm sleeping
3: <laughs> <laughs> and you're drunk <laughs> when she's drunk though um <laughs> But, but or or it's sex. like
1: or it's like <laughs> keep her drunk, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like I'll or like the, the person like I I won't really be like into it, but then when it starts, I'm like, oh, oh this she, is yeah. yeah.
3: We can get we can get the other one into it pretty fast.
0: <laughs> yeah. Do you guys find that you you? This might be a stupid question. No stupid do you, questions. Do you? Do you do you like go and masturbate? Do you? How is your masturbation lives these days? I
1: haven't masturbated in like five years. Wow. Yeah.
0: Whoa. I, this is that's very interesting because I, I I often hear of guys who are in committed relationships who are still masturbating all the time.
2: Mm-hmm. And I think that again, these are just two women, and that doesn't necessarily mean that all women don't masturbate that are in relationships. Good For point, sure, right?
3: good When good we point. Were, yeah. When we were long distance it was obvious oh, was we had phone and Skype sex all the time and we had to obviously masturbate. But now
1: it's so much better with her that like I can't really even I don't when I do when I'm like if I'm starting myself I'm like <laughs> Molly
2: just do it. <laughs> so so you guys don't masturbate during sex. Not really.
3: Uh, not really. Sometimes. Once in a while but mostly. If, it's like one of our hand cramps and we can't <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll just finish it up. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, what about you said you were doing phone and Skype sex? Mm-hmm. That scares the shit out of me. Oh my god, it's you the best. Do I don't know. I don't have anyone to do it with. But it, <laughs> <laughs> maybe it it didn't it like intimidate you that the other person was like staring at you and
3: No, that's what was hot about it. Yeah. Um,
1: maybe
0: if I get in that relationship, yeah, really like the person trusts them. We,
3: yeah, it was also our only option because we were in different places. Right. Right. Yeah. I. I
1: mean, like. And it is it is like scary at first and then you're like oh this is really really nice.
2: Yeah. Well, it's a tr- I think you're saying it's a trust thing of where that that uh, is yeah. going to. Go. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh so my last question regarding sex is how does your dog Cricket fit into the picture? Oh, <laughs> it's God.
3: actually good. That's cricket, a good question. The first
1: time that we had sex and, and we had Cricket, it was, you know, like the first week we had her and we didn't really know what to do. <laughs> and it just, you know, things started and we didn't even think about her. And in the middle of, like, my orgasm, Cricket started licking my ass. Oh, my God!
0: And I was like, Molly, stop! Molly, stop! Molly, stop! Cricket!
1: Cricket's on top of me. So now we have—we don't have sex toys, but we have what we call sex toys for Cricket. And Which so is, like, a
3: long chew toy. It's a long like, chew
1: toy that we know she can't say no to. That will like Sometimes it ruins the mood a little bit. Because like we're, we're like,
3: you have to go get the dog toy.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
2: So we'll have what started, cricket, and then what type of breed is Cricket? She's, she's a, a Shih Pomeranian. Pomeranian. She's like eight pounds. Two. She's tiny. She's it's... so cute. Um, but, but maybe it's a little dog thing because our little dog, if he's on the bed, and he even if my boyfriend comes near me, that dog is off the bed. He's like, "Oh, you're starting this shit again. I'm out of here." You know, <laughs> Cricket
3: wants to be
1: a no.
2: She wants yeah. a threesome.
1: <laughs> <laughs> she like, gets up in our faces. Yeah, then...
2: she's a huge licker too. So yeah.
3: she'll lick like we. She loves our buttholes. <laughs> And then we don't have to do it to each other, so it's kind of <laughs> nice.
2: Oh, God, this is going down at the
1: do You guys, have, you should have a, a bestiality person on the show. I, I think we, uh,
2: that's, that's where this is. For sure. I, think no. I mean, once gay people can
1: get married, it's like they're going to start marrying their goats <laughs> and their
2: dogs. You so. know, you aren't going to give out a bad message here. You better clear <laughs> We're just joking about this whole cricket-licking-the-asshole thing. Please, no, it, it
3: happened once and ever since then. She didn't then. lick my, the hole.
1: No. She <laughs> licked
2: the cheek.
3: <laughs> can I
2: just...
1: Just the puke, okay? Yeah. I
2: feel so much better knowing that.
3: Yeah. Yeah. It was normal.
2: Um, do you have any additional questions? I think we've covered it all. At, at this point, when I, once we get to a dog
0: licking a butthole, I think it's, I think time, it's time to say, to sign
1: off. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Sayonara.
0: Wait. No, no, we have, we have our typical question. Our, we, we always end with one question, which is, have you ever been walked in on by your parents? No. By parents? No. Oh, no, no. Or, uh, have, or have, you have you walked you walk- in on your parents?
1: Oh, I have. Once when I was little, I think. I think.
0: Ugh, I have. What,
3: what happened? My parents are openly talking about it all the time. It's disgusting. <laughs> and I, I it was just one time. I think I was in like seventh grade. The lights were off. I didn't see anything. Thank God. Oh, Jesus. Baruch Hashem. But it was, I heard stuff and it was awful. I've also seen my dad like try to cop a feel. Like, and my, it's gross. Like, the, when you say wait, they,
2: why is it gross? Though, think
0: about it. Why is it's it? It's my
3: parents. I understand that you don't get it because no, no, no. Of this I get it. Podcast. I want it.
0: You saw that she, he she kissed him, and I was like, I don't need to see that right. shit over Skype. I it, Also, you imagine you with your mom and dad, mom.
2: No, no, I, I would not want to walk in my parents having sex at okay. all. But if if somebody grabbed uh, someone's ass, I think that's no. Cute. It was a boobie. A boob. <laughs> that's kind of weird too. Boob, boob is weird. You said yeah. your
3: your mom talks about it all the time. Not all the time, but she's more open about it than, not as open as Care Bear over here. But she's she's pretty open about it. And my sister about, about
2: her, like, was it a the side boob thing? Was it a home no? Boob it was like they girl? were
3: they were checking the messages, the voicemail. Yeah, and my dad's arm was like around my mom, and then he just like grabbed her boob, and I was like, I, I'm right here. It was, it was awful.
2: Also, you know, your dad has gone in the back door.
3: Yeah, he. My mom mentioned that once too. Yeah.
2: I really, I, even for me to, to, I would not want to know about my parents. No, it's either.
1: disgusting. Yeah, oh. I don't know. I, I don't know a single thing about my parents' sex lives. <laughs> I, they, for all, I, like as far as I know, they've had sex four times and it resulted in four children. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's and that's all it. I know. But you said you might have walked in on them when you were younger.
1: I think. I mean, I, I may have. It may have been one of those things where my, you know, I was like very little and my friends were talking about walking in on their parents. So it's one of those things where it's like, did I make up that memory or did it really happen? So, like, my guess is it didn't really happen because that's the type of thing that you would remember.
3: But we talk about this a lot because we're always talking about, like, when we have kids, how are we going to talk about sex with them? And we don't want it to be like this situation <laughs> with Karen and Cam, but we don't right. want it to be right. like. I don't want them to be gross. To why? PowerPoint. Because it is weird. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but we don't want them to be grossed out about it like we Yell's family. Yeah,
1: like when my parents kiss, me and my 31-year-old brother are like, Ew, don't kiss. Like,
0: <laughs> it's We don't want it to be like that. Wait, I totally forgot about the, having kids. You mm-hmm. guys have talked about this? What are, what are your thoughts? Oh,
3: yeah, we talk about kids every day.
1: The sperm is most likely going to come from Molly's brother. I have a twin Thanks, brother, Billy. like we
3: said. Oh, and That's great. And it makes sense to us because we want... I wanna be able to have some like genetic connection. hmm So we'll use Yael's egg and my brother's sperm and then I'll have a piece of the child. And then Molly will probably carry
1: it for we both oh, want to carry. We children. both want to
3: carry. Oh wow. And Molly's
1: eggs are drying up.
3: Well it doesn't matter about I'm your sorry, eggs. What? We're not using your eggs. We're it not using matter. my eggs. I can have a baby at seventy. <laughs> I don't
2: think so. <laughs> wow. And so, have you thought about then your brother may have some sort of a interesting uh we talk about it and because then he'd, he he'd knows. be uncle dad
3: yeah
1: he, call, he always
2: is calls himself <laughs> uncle, uncle dad. dad and then
1: they have a key as a kid now and we always call him cousin our kid, brother our kid's cousin brother
3: <laughs> wow, yeah it, i mean
1: it's one of those things where like you just you don't know until it's uh, either the kid has a connection a, a special connection with his uncle or the kid grows up
3: not knowing who their dad is, and then they turn 18 and want to know. I mean, there's always there going to so be... There's so many... It's a shitty situation no matter what, but it also could be really special. Like, it sucks that we can't have our own child together, yeah. which is shitty, but it also presents, like, another
1: also, type of family. you know, we've talked
3: about a friend, but, like, you never know... Yeah. What can
1: happen? We've Cam, talked about me and about we've Cam.
0: decided they, they don't want completely neurotic, well, fucked up Cam, children. Well, Cam, Cam's <laughs> kid
1: with my no, like that kid does not stand a chance. Anxiety. <laughs> that kid's gonna have a panic attack on the way out of the womb.
2: Like, <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> but
2: it would, it would definitely be some sort of an anxious person. It, yeah. Uh, oh my it would god. Be would, it would be afraid of paper. It would be
1: Woody Allen taking Lexapro's at like two years old. <laughs>
0: In the baby milk.
1: But very creative.
0: Very funny, funny
1: kid. Funny kid. And
3: handsome.
0: Thank you. But okay. we want a girl.
1: Well, the thing is, the oh. nice thing about an uncle is that family are in your life no matter what forever. So. I Hi.
0: think that's a great. It, it, it seems like it would be very freeing because you guys are like making all these choices and like mm-hmm. you're, you're creating your own lives for yourselves. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. And like that's the thing about being gay is it's so new. It's so new. And you have to. You kind of get like weddings, you know, you can create your own, your own style of wedding. There's no tradition there. There's no tradition in terms of like gender roles. There's, you know, there's no, there's no, nothing that's telling us how to do it. Yeah. So that's kind of, it's scary, but it's exciting.
0: That yeah, so awesome. And with that. I
2: think we said it all.
0: Yes. Yay. Thank you guys so much for oh coming on the show. Thanks Thank for having you. us. So, so fun. Yeah. Let's do it again. Up, Yay, guys. lesbians.
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, the next time we, well, we already have a date set up for when the engagement's going to be, right? You know? TikTok. It, it, yeah. Now. I mean, we have to have this on the air, <laughs> is what I'm getting at. Yeah. It's mean, all about the sex talk with my mom's uh, publicity. So,
0: obviously. obviously. Molly, yeah. we wanted to bring you here for a special. <laughs> No. Experience. Don't, don't. <laughs> oh, no,
2: don't it's not started. happening. <laughs> not today. Come on, where's your spontaneity, kids?
0: <laughs> All right, thank
2: you. Thank you. Bye. Love you. Bye. Bye. Love you.
0: And that was our interview with Yael Zinkow and Molly Hoffman. Wow! 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 What was your takeaway? Because phenomenal, great
2: takeaways on this one.
0: Phenomenal. I, I loved I loved hearing their story. I loved hearing how they care for each other, and it was, I thought it was very sweet. And okay. it was inspirational to people thinking about coming out. And I think it 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 illuminates what it's like to go through this, even for people who who are straight and who have never experienced anything like this. Right,
2: and and I thought it was really cool about how they've already planned their children, and how needed is it that 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 Molly is a, a fraternal twin, so they're able to use the, like her DNA in their the unborn children, which is so cool. Yeah, what a what a
0: gift. Yeah, I I think <laughs> that their consideration for my sperm uh, that that consideration lasted about five seconds.
2: That, that, that you're way too anxious and that would be a, they'd have a completely neurotic child. Yes, yes.
0: Yeah. It, there but, was no chance yeah. in the world that was going to happen.
2: The, the two of them are adorable. And uh, I also thought it was interesting about how they, you know, how Gal said maybe if she hadn't fallen in love with Molly, she would have married a guy and been in love with a guy. So you know.
0: Yeah, the whole spectrum discussion was great.
2: Yeah, it's good. So I hope you guys like, like this discussion as much as we did, because uh, we, we really thought it was awesome. And we're excited to have you guys
0: share this episode with other gay or straight people. That is correct. Please, please share, subscribe, and... Uh, sub- rate, rate, rate. We want those ratings. We would love a rating. It makes my day when we get a rating, I'll tell you.
2: And everybody needs to make Cam's day. And Karen's. <laughs> so, yeah, we want you to subscribe both here and to our website so we don't lose touch with you. And what else? We love you all. Love you. Let me tell you about the birds and the bees. And Okay, okay, enough already. Bye. Bye.